Hello and welcome everyone to the Women's MTB Network podcast. I'm Mia and I'm going to be your host. Our podcasts are about sharing information on all things mountain bikes from a woman's perspective. We'll be talking about bikes, components, gear, upcoming events, coaching, and much, much more. Our goal is to connect women from across the globe and inspire folks to ride, regardless of age or skill level. We'll have guests from all over the world with all types of backgrounds and different riding styles. So get comfy and be inspired to ride. Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast, where we are hosting Cassie, who's the founder and CEO of Wild Rye, an MTB brand for women plus folks. She's also the launcher of Women's Led Wednesday, which is a holiday dedicated to conscious shopping in support of women-led brands. Cassie does so much to support not only the MTB community, but she also works hard to elevate women everywhere. That's from the backcountry to the boardroom. She's an all-around amazing human being. I got to meet and hang out with her at the Women of Oz Festival in September. So without further ado, let's welcome Cassie. Hey, Cassie. Hi, guys. Thanks for joining us today. I really appreciate you taking time. I know you were saying this is one of the busiest time periods for you, right? Yep. Yes. Time of the year. <laughs> Any retail business is in crunch mode right about now. So Wild Rye, we're full pedal to the metal and um, yeah, yeah, winding out the, the year and holiday sales and getting ready for a great 2024. Well, let's touch a little on that because one of the things we've talked about that I wanted to highlight, we highlighted this last year, but I'm stoked you're on the podcast today because you started Women Led Wednesday. And mm -hmm. so I would love it if you could please give us a little brief as to what inspired you to do that. Like what inspired you to start Women Led Wednesday, which by the way, folks, it's not just for mountain biking, it's for brands everywhere It's it, that are led by women. So go ahead, Cassie. Yeah, so I will try to keep this as simple as possible. But um, in 2018, I was looking for ways to launch our own holiday sales for Wild Rye. And, you know, we're looking at Black Friday and REI had just launched its opt outside. Um, and so, you know, between trying to get people outside, which is certainly a part of our brand ethos and the gross mass consumption that happens on Black Friday, that just didn't feel like a good fit for us. Small Business Saturday, while super noble and really important, um, also wasn't a great fit for, for Wild Rye. Um, we don't have a brick and mortar presence, at least not directly. And then um, Cyber Monday just seemed like an easy way for a small brand to get lost in the battle of the ad dollars. So yeah. um, I was talking to my, my former business partner and, you know, sort of guessing that um, something like Women Led Wednesday must already exist. I mean, the news cycle was perpetually talking about how do we get more women on Fortune 500 boards and into C-suites, like we need more women in leadership. Um, so I figured there must be something that was supporting brands that were already led by women. And sure enough, after enough Googling, um, there was not such a thing. Um, and yeah. through that same research, I discovered that American Express um, launched Small Business Saturday in the wake of the recession to infuse dollars into small businesses. So, you know, um, obviously awesome. American Express can do it. I can too. <laughs> of course you can, because you're awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, pie in the sky. So I just woke up one morning really inspired to um, create a day that was just for women, um, women identifying entrepreneurs to um, celebrate 
each other and our community and um, hopefully drive more sales um, and inspire the consumer, the public to shop women led on that day as well. So yeah, um, put together a website, shot an email out to anyone I could think of. And um, I think the first year uh, within, you know, we launched, I launched it like three weeks before the big day. And I think we had somewhere between 50 and 80 brands involved that first year. And now we're up to, over 750 brands in the directory. Wow. Yeah. And this is year six, right? This is year six. Yep. That's Mm -hmm. insane. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't know it had grown that much. Look at, wow. (laughs) It makes me so like, I just got the goosebumps. I I just make me so happy. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's really fun. It's really important. I mean, I've continued to research every single year and keep coming up with more and more reasons about why it's important. And certainly some of those reasons are are struggles that I've had as an entrepreneur as well. But um, women receive less than 2% of venture funding. We're three times more likely to get denied bank loans. Um, yet on the flip side, amongst Fortune 500 brands, um, women uh, brands with women at the top are on average more profitable. So there's a yeah. huge... Um, disconnect there. Um, so yeah. even more important for the consumers and general public to use their purchasing power to elevate women in leadership. Do you, um, have you seen a change in the last six years since you've been doing this in terms of more women led businesses or were the businesses out there, they just needed to be elevated to be seen? Um, yeah, I mean, over the years, like there have been, I feel like every couple of years, there's a few women-led brands that get all the attention, um, you know, from, that are venture-backed. And there's such a, a buzz around venture-backed consumer products brands. Um, but there's so many amazing women-led brands that aren't venture-backed or have a different path to growing um, and growth that doesn't include venture funding. And um, I've just seen so many incredible brands growing and making an impact in the last five to six years. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a really cool thing. And I don't know if I'm just more aware of those brands due to my work with women led Wednesday. Um, but I certainly pay attention and yeah. Whether or not you do what you're doing is absolutely amazing. And there's some stats that you guys have put out on your website that, you know, talks about, as you know, 50.8% of the population are women, 52% are in the professional workforce. And I'm never going to forget the statistics you threw out when I was at the Women of Oz of the amount of women that are in the outdoor industry and the small percentage of brands that even cater to women or think of women as a consumer. I was shocked when I yeah. saw that, but uh, shocked and not, right? Like yeah. shocked yet, not shocked. Um yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of brands try, but really when you're thinking about it, I'll just reiterate those facts just so that everyone else yeah. hears them. Please. But um, across the outdoor industry, women are 46% of participants, um, but women are only in the top leadership position at 16% of outdoor brands and 4% of cycling brands. Jeez. So um, when 40%. decisions are ultimately made, um, it's, you know, getting passed up the ladder. And, you know, what is that in 84% of brands, men are making decision in the outdoor space and 96 of brands in the cycling space. Um, a man is the ultimate decision maker. So not to say that a lot of those brands are doing really noble and amazing things for women and folks of all backgrounds, but, um, 
but there is an ultimate disparity for sure. There is. And I'm hearing rumblings that women brands, mountain bike brands are suffering right now based on some male led leadership. Juliana live like things are not doing well right now. So hopefully that'll change. Um, <laughs> the more we get involved, but uh, yeah, those statistics are, are absolutely mind blowing. I'm going to put all this information for y'all that are listening. I know we just got into the podcast, but I want to dive right into the women led <laughs> Wednesday. So all this information will be available. We're launching this tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this with Cassie on a Tuesday, Wednesday, this is going to be out. So all y'all have a week to prepare, research all the brands you want to support and buy from. It's going to be all listed there as well. Um, so we're going to come back to Women Led Wednesday, but I wanted to touch on Wild Rye. I mean, well, hold on. Before we go to Wild Rye, you're a veteran of the outdoor sports industry, right? Like you've worked in the sports industry, outdoor industry for a really long time. Um, when you started, were there a lot of women? And I know the answer to this, but <laughs> has it changed? Has it changed from when you started in the outdoor industry to now? the amount of women in there. Come on, Cassie, tell us. I mean, it's changed a lot. I, yeah, it's changed. I mean, it's, it's changed a lot. It still has a long ways to go. So no question it's worth continuing to push, but, um, yeah, I mean, and I haven't even been in the outdoor industry anywhere near as long as, you know, some of the women that I look up to, but, um, I definitely remember sitting in countless sales meetings, um, for brands that I consulted for, and I'd be the only woman in the room, you know, there'd be 30, 40 guys. And then their PR girl, Cassie in the corner, like soaking up all the information. Um, yeah. Secretly and I mean, starting to take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't know Mia, if you ever went to Interbike when it was still a thing in Vegas and, you know, it really, yeah. I don't know if I have hard facts to back this up, but walking through the show, um, it felt like there were more scantily clad booth girls than there were women actually working in the industry in those days. So you get these booth girls yeah. wearing short shorts and bikinis, trying to usher usher people into the bits of, you know, countless bike industry brands. And um, yeah. yet there were next to no women walking the show halls or representing brands. So we've come a long way from that. So I am happy yeah. to see that. Um, and, you know, Interbike is a thing of the past at this point. So yeah, I don't, I, yep. I hope that Booth Girls would be also be a thing of the past if Interbike were still around, but um, yeah. Well, you never know. I mean, the last couple of festivals I went to, I did see a lot more female presence in mm -hmm. around, like not just, Rome, obviously, but uh, this is during a mountain bike festival. There are quite a lot of women around. Uh, we should talk about that too after this. Yeah. <laughs> um, reminds me of that. So I'm glad that we're seeing more women in the industry. Although in talking with Hannah from Juliana yesterday, there is still a long way to go for mm -hmm. women working in those brands, even though it's a, it's supposed to be a, an independent women brand, right? Mm -hmm. um, so having worked in the outdoor industry for a while, I know you were at Smith right? You worked at Smith for a while. Where mm -hmm. else have you, because then you merged, you just started Wild Rye. You saw the need, right? You wanted to, to put a need there for women. Yeah. So I was in-house at Smith for a number of years up until when the brand relocated from Sun Valley, Idaho to Portland. Um, before that, I worked at Grand Turkey, the ski resort in on the Idaho-Wyoming border and was their marketing manager for a bit. Um, 
And so that's sort of the start of my outdoor industry career. After uh, Smith, I started a consulting business. So I did PR and marketing consulting for countless brands across the industry, um, specifically um, in snow, outdoor, a little less in bike at the time. Um, but I worked for brands like Black Crows, Dina Fitz, Lewa, um, Howler Brothers, wow. Skeeta, um, just to name a handful. <laughs> Certainly plenty of others. Um, and so, yeah, over the years, I attended just about every industry event out there across categories of outdoor sport, definitely well beyond bike. And, um, you know, the need is there in every industry. Um, bike was right. the most obvious place, but snow sports have a long ways to go. General outdoor has a long ways to go. Um, yeah. Water sports. Um, yeah, there's there's room for improvement um, in the way we speak to women, the way we bring product to market for women in all of those categories. So um, you know, enter okay. wild ride. <laughs> enter wild ride. Like enter. I mean, I you know, everyone knows I'm a fan of wild ride, so I'm stoked. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this was a total coincidence, by the way. <laughs> I know. I was noticing that. <laughs> I just I wear this like all the time. Um, so for Wild Rye, you started the company in 2016. Is that right? Yeah, I started the company with a business partner. We launched to the public in 2016. Um, and then late 2018, I bought out my business partner and um, went into loan for history. a couple of years until I, until I was able to hire some folks. So, yeah. Yeah, you guys are doing great. So for all of all of your own listening, or even if you're watching, because we're going to put this on YouTube as well, um, Wild Right is an all-inclusive brand for women plus all those who are non-binary identifying folks. And their uh, apparel goes from a zero all the way up to a 20. Am I right, Cassie, in saying 20. that? We have some products that go to 24 and we'll have more. That's awesome. A whole collection through 24 in... Um, launching in 2024. So 2020. That's amazing. 24 and 24. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, um, we, we can touch on this in a little bit about what's coming up for you guys in 2024, but um, we're going into the winter time and I know Wild Rye also has some base layers and or snow apparel, right? Is that, are you guys still doing that this year? I think I saw that last year. Yeah. So we actually launched as a four season brand. We launched with snow sports, um, base layers, merino collection, and bike, um, both in 2016. Um, bike has definitely taken off like gangbusters. Um, yeah. But we've always had this base layer collection, and um, it's grown quite a bit. Um, it doesn't get as much love. And par part of that is it's harder to market because mm. it's just that. It's your base layer. It's underneath layers yeah. and layers of clothing. So um yeah we've got some great base layer pieces cold weather pieces cozy layers um for snowy cold climates um with more coming in the future for sure yeah later. i'm gonna um hold on i'm gonna share my screen here real quick for those who are uh watching so that you could see on the website here is the wall dry website and this is the the light base layers Ooh, it's on sale Go get your If you don't mind going to the layers, those are actually last seasons, but um, just click on. Oh, here we go. Yeah, there oh. we go. There oh, we go. my goodness. So the patterns are amazing. The colors are, even though for like, I would wear this one right here, the Olivia onesie, just to wear it. The Wouldn't onesie is amazing. Layer. 
I would just walk Maybe around in it. Days. That thing is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was actually going to be one of my questions. So you guys have a ton of amazing different um, patterns on your tops, your bottoms, all the things. How do y'all come up with that? How do y'all come up, like decide what's going to be the pattern or even the name? You have some cool <laughs> names for all your all the apparel. Um, so we have worked with the same designer since before we launched in 2000. When did we launch? 2016. So we started working with Kelsey in 2015 and, um, she hand draws every single one of our prints. And so no she works way. with her on trend forecasting, um, color, color, um, forecasting. Um, she's looking a lot to the runway, a lot to like coastal surf culture, um, for inspiration, um, you know, that tie dye print, she actually hand tie dyed fabric and, and digitalized yeah. it. Um, yep. Right there. So that, that was tie dyed thing. Um, she drew, she draws every single element. Um, she designs our silhouettes and the best part about Kelsey, well, one, she's been with us eight years now. Um, and, but we found her on Craigslist. <laughs> no way. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. Like the most entertaining story. She had just started freelancing before, um, before design freelancing was really, um, a real thing. And so, yeah, she, I can't remember if she posted the ad on Craigslist or if my old business partner, Katie, had posted the the posting, but um, we found each other and we've grown our relationship with Kelsey. Um, I mean, that's awesome. Ten, that's so cool. Or more. <laughs> more than ten life now. We're starting yeah. together, so yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you guys even have lifestyle. Look at the fleece. Oh, dear God, I need some of this in oh, my life. You. Oh, the overalls. I didn't end up getting those at um, Women of Oz. I should have gotten them. Now I'm all now I'm all regretting it. Um, there's everything, folks. There's hats, there's gloves, there's socks, there's beanies. Like if you guys are looking to get anything for the winter or even prep for the spring as you're mountain biking, like please check mm -hmm. out Wild Ride. And a lot is on sale too, which is which is great. Um yeah. Women led Wednesday uh, will be the best day to shop of the year. So just yeah, women led Wednesday. Launching our our women led Wednesday sale. It'll run from I believe Sunday through the following Monday. So wait, Sunday this Sunday the the this Sunday 19th? yeah we'll kick off our women led Wednesday sale on the nineteenth, but really hit it hard on Wednesday the twenty second. So and it'll end on the twenty second. It'll, um, it'll actually end following the Thanksgiving holiday. So we've okay. got about a week long sale planned. Okay. Hang on. My dog All is right. knocking on the door real quick. I need to. Oh, no her. worries. Bring her in. Let's meet the doggy. So as Cassie was saying, the, uh, thank the women led Wednesday is going to start on the 19th, which is Sunday. And it's going to go past the holiday. The Thanksgiving holiday, but they are going to be doing sales throughout this time. So you have to check in and see all the good things that are going to be released from Wild Rye and other brands as well. So tell us what what are some of the other brands involved with this? Because I would automatically think mountain bike, right? But a lot of the followers want to buy other things. So is it like jewelry, kids? We have yeah. jewelry, kids, skincare, wellness. I mean, we have a um 
we have a category, you know, a brand's broken out by categories. Um, and yeah, I mean, some highlights are like Wazelle, which is a big running brand out of Seattle, um, Title Nine, one of the preeminent women's activewear retailers. Um, uh, we've got awesome. some skincare, sunscreen brands. Um, we have wine brands, spirit brands, food brands. So, wow. Yeah. Well, here on the website, if you guys are watching, well, the website is womenledwednesday.com and you can go to the business directory and they have everything listed by category. So yeah, if you're looking for footwear, even bridal, that's so awesome. Jewelry, <laughs> pets. Oh my God, pet. I don't have a dog anymore, but that's like the first thing I went to was pets. <laughs> um, everything is on here this is this is absolutely amazing so if someone wanted to get listed with you with you all how do they do that how do they go about contacting you um you just head to the women led wednesday website and then up in the upper right hand corner there's a button that says join us got yep, it yep. right there and then you scroll down and it gives you a little overview of you know sort of expectations but new list um, and then at the bottom, it just says create listing. So you create a listing and we'll go in and approve you once we make sure that we have all of the necessary information to fill out a complete um, profile page. But the more the merrier, um, you know, the whole holiday is di designed around the aphorism, a rising tide lifts all boats. We really believe that. And yeah. um, we rely on the collective promotion of the holiday by all participating brands to spread the word. And build awareness with every brand's communities of followers. Um, so yeah, it's a really, it's a really special event. And this time of year, um, starting November, I get emails from countless women led brands just asking, are we doing it again? What's, you know, like we're so excited to participate again. It gives us yeah. so much energy heading into the, into the holiday seasons. You know, a lot of brands find that it's one of their biggest um, sales days of the year because mm -hmm. Um, we're all coming together and cross-promoting to some degree. And um, yeah, people are have their heads on, ready to ready to shop and support women in leadership. Yeah, that's so cool. I'm going to do put something together as well this year for the ladies in mountain biking. But I'm also, like I did last year, but I'm also going to definitely tag everyone because it is more than mountain biking. It's way bigger than mountain biking. So I'm, I'm really stoked about this. Um, Let's go into mountain biking for a second now that we're talking about it. You've been a writer for, for a long time. Um, you're in Idaho right now. Is that right? Yep. I'm based in Ketchum, How's Idaho. Ketchum. That's such a cool name. How is the uh, riding out there? I love it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's uh, it's really known for like long climbs, long descents, pedally, backcountry adventure riding. And um you know, I, I love it. It's honestly what I know. It's where I learned to ride. Um, so, um, I've definitely gotten to taste some other areas and over the years and, uh, just got back from Sedona, which totally thrashed me. <laughs> I missed you. We were there for two weeks. Oh, <laughs> it was so fun. It just going to the desert always stretches my limits and, I tend yeah. to punch above my pay grade and pretend like I'm able to ride things that I'm really not and then end up crashing pretty hard. So, um, oh no, did that happen? This trip. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I have, I have some pretty oh, massive no. bruises all over my body still, but, um, but I love it. It, it makes me such a <laughs> rider. 
And Did finally you... got to taste Whistler too. And that was yeah. awesome. So. That was in the summer, right? For Crankworks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did and... you get to ride any of their crazy, crazy like A-lines and any of those trails? Um, I don't think I rode a-line, but I rode a lot. I, I spent a day in the park and then did a big climb day with a bunch of local Canadian women who um, humbled yeah. me big time and big technical climb and big technical descent. Something about the weekend. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah the the riding was something to do with the weekend. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, so there's like an actual like ride name that you followed all of them on. Yeah, I, yeah, I went with a big group of. Uh, I have a friend that lives up there, so I went with her and her friends, and yeah, that's awesome. I need to make it to Whistler, hopefully next year. We'll yeah. see. It's not that far. I mean, it's on the. Yeah, I don't know. I was talking <laughs> with Ashley, and she was like, "Just come. We could go." She has annual passes to, like, to go. I'm just so jealous of her being able to go there whenever she wants. <laughs> Um, what was your favorite uh, ride in Sedona? Do you remember like what were the trails that you did that you enjoyed the most? Well, I was working. I was kind of a, a booth girl, not oh. in inner bike terms, but I was hustling at the, our wild ride booth. So I didn't ride a ton, but I did get to ride high on the hog, maybe something about hogs. Yeah. Um, and then last time I was there, I rode Highline and that was pretty humbling and really fun as well. So, yeah. Yeah, highlight. I think Sedona in general is a humbling experience. And yeah. <laughs> when I was there in the last two weeks, I, uh, I was I was demoing a cross country bike, so Highline was not in the cards for me because there's too yeah. much steepness in there for a low travel bike. Yeah. Um, but speaking of bikes, what bike are you riding at the moment? What is your bike, your daily rider? Yeah, um, I'm riding the Juliana Maverick, and I just heard yeah. that they discontinued the Maverick, which makes me so sad. But yes. I love, I absolutely love it. I had the high tower before that, and um, was really excited to switch over to uh, the same bike ish, um, but with the Juliana brand. So, wait, yeah. so would you get a newer version? Like, would you get a Rubion or? A higher travel bike that Juliana has. I haven't ridden any of them. I the Hightower Maverick is perfect for a mix around here and desert riding for me because I do so much pedaling. I don't yeah. really want a super burly bike um, because that makes chasing my friends and my husband a lot harder. Um, but yeah, I get that. <laughs> but we don't have like soup, tons of super burly tech features here in, in Sun Valley area. So, um, I need, the, I need that right balance that you can take it to the desert, but you can also put in a lot of miles on it. Yeah. Have you tried the, um, a mullet bike? I know that their Furtado is a mullet. I've had a few friends like just got that and they love it. So maybe I've, I'm a creature oh of God. habit. I like it really sad when I have to think about getting a new, new bike. I'm like, I, I, I mean, could just want it the way I want it, but. <laughs> but keep the Maverick and then get something else. Like it's the uh -huh. old N plus one that Ash taught me. N yeah. plus one. <laughs> so true. <laughs> that doesn't well, go I well. Have, when I... I have a small child, so I don't get, get out nearly as much as I would like to, as is. So I think, uh, I think my next. Do you bring him? Um, what's that? No, go ahead. Go ahead. 
I was going to say, I think, I think I might need a gravel bike one of these days. There's so many dirt roads around here and I haven't really spent much time doing that, but everyone says that I live in one of the best gravel communities around. So. Ooh, maybe that is in your future once it starts to warm up because it's getting cold over there right now, isn't it? Yeah, it's about ski season. Nope. I definitely have the endless one thing down when it comes to skis. You should see her. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually my follow-up question. What are some of the other sports that you're into aside from mountain biking? Skiing, obviously. Skiing. Um, I dabble in Nordic skiing to get my fitness on. Um, Love it. That's how I learned to ski. I played lacrosse growing up and through college um, and with a team sports girl my whole childhood. So I actually coached collegiate lacrosse after college. So that's been a big part of my life. And I actually just, after 10 or 12 years, went and dug out my lacrosse sticks the other day for the first time in years. Mm -hmm. And how did that go? How did it feel? Was it like riding a bike where you just back to it? (laughs) Yeah. Cause a number of nightmares I've had over the year that were like, I don't think I'm going to be able to catch anymore. I haven't done it in so long. And finally just went and did it and grabbed a friend of mine here locally that had played through high school and maybe a little in college took our boys to the park and threw around. That's awesome. Lacrosse is such a difficult sport. I've always watched it and it's such a difficult sport. One of my best friends in high school played lacrosse, but it's not a popular sport in Australia. So I was fascinated by it. Every time he was Mm -hmm. playing, I would go and watch him play. It's hard and it's physical. Yeah. Well, so women's lacrosse is, it's definitely physical, but women's and men's lacrosse are pretty much two entirely different sports, different equipment, different Mm -hmm. roles. Um, We don't wear the full padding. Um, but we wear goggles, mouth guard, so definitely plenty of um, yeah opportunity to get whacked. But um, it's not a, a true part of the sport. So, have you gotten whacked pretty hard before? I mean, if you played for oh, a long yeah. time, you must. Have. I mean, I had my Spanish teacher in college ask if I had an abusive boyfriend because I had so many <laughs> bruises up and down my arm. <laughs> nope, <laughs> it's just, just lacrosse. <laughs> yeah. I just play a sport. It's either either lacrosse or mountain biking at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's harder to round up, uh, let's see, 24 people to play a lacrosse game. So mountain biking it is. (laughs) (laughs) Is your kid into mountain biking or skiing or any, or lacrosse even like sporty kid? He is such a good little biker. He decided that he was done with his balance bike on a whim and just hopped on his pedal bike one day, late summer, early fall, and just surprised both of us and just took off pedals. Awesome. You're like, okay. And how he's old? Three and a half. Oh my goodness. He's three yeah. and a half and he's on a pedal bike. Yeah. What and a champ. Shredding like mountain bike trails, you name it. He, you know, we, we were at a six, six year old's birthday party. And one of the six year olds was like, Sawyer, you're too little to go off that. I, I don't even go off that. And so I was like, watch me, hold my, hold my Kool-Aid and watch me. <laughs> oh my Kool-Aid. That's awesome. I didn't say that, but you know what I mean? I, I know what you mean. Your analogy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And what happened to the little, did the six year old follow him after that? The six year old never did it. Oh, dang. And Sawyer just did it wow. like time after time after time. 
Does that scare you as a mom to see that maybe he'll do some more extreme stuff when he's older? Or is that like a proud parent moment? It's proud parent moment for now. We'll see. I definitely have little <laughs> flashes of like what my future might hold. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hopefully you'll be safe though in all the things that he chooses to do. Yeah, for sure. Um, what advice would you have for someone who wants to be an entrepreneur as a woman wanting to has a really good idea what's an advice you would give some advices you would give to that person um i mean there's so many different pieces of advice at different parts of the journey but if you're just in the beginning stages and you're nervous to put something out there um i say just go for it um and then be prepared to pivot and adjust but um, if you don't start, if you don't, if you get paralyzed per by perfection, you're never going to do anything. So, um, that's something that I've had to teach myself is like, you know, sometimes an email sent is better than an email, you know, with a few typos <laughs> is yeah. in the end better than an email that never gets sent. So, yeah. um, you know, just perfect example, like in the early days, the number of times I would panic because I realized that there was a typo in my email after I'd press send on it. Yep. At least it was out there, there. <laughs> telling the story, maybe not perfectly, but it was out there. Um, yeah. There. And then, yeah, I think that's my biggest, most consistent piece of advice. And it sort of stays true at every stage of the business. I think you said that to me once. And I think about that all the time when I'm trying to do something. It's like, if you're going to be a perfectionist, that is going to hold you back because you're never going to finish it. And mm -hmm. seriously, I think about that to this day. I was editing a video yesterday and I was like, okay, I just need to walk away from this. It's yeah. good. <laughs> like stop trying to mess with it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> done is better than perfect. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, what are some of the cool things coming up next year that we need to look forward to from Wild Rye? Oh my gosh. 2024. Um, 2024. Holy moly. I, we just had a, um, 2025 product meetings today. So I have oh, to like my <laughs> think about this. Um, we have, um, you're going to see more of us in the gravel space um, to supplement our nice. mountain bike, which is exciting. So we're continuing to build out our bike category. Um, more to come on that. Um, we are definitely adding more layering pieces to our snow sports collection and cold weather collection come fall 24. Um, more great lifestyle pieces, new colors in the overalls that everyone knows and loves, um, new, a lot of new color and a lot of new prints. I'm actually, um, this spring season is one of my favorite, um, collections to date, if not my favorite collection to date from a color palette print perspective. It's just, a, a great diversity of prints, a little something for, um, you know, everyone from, you know, the edgier gal looking to get Sendy to, um, you know, the cool mom to the, <laughs> the, the flower lover, you know, so a little something for every, everyone. Um, but yeah. Um, That's what I love about your guys' collection is that there it literally is something for everyone. Like if you want to get something that's just plain or black or just one color, you've got that. If you want yeah. to be all out and party and show your individuality, you could do so as well, which mm -hmm. is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's exciting yeah. stuff. 
And then, I don't know, a lot of great events and great, great athlete team and, you know, all the things, all the different layers. All the so. things. You're living the dream, <laughs> Cassie. You're living the dream <laughs> and inspiring so many while you're at it. Me It looks a lot shinier really. on the outside, I promise. <laughs> I mean... I don't, I don't doubt it's a lot of hard work and a lot of sacrifices. I'm but. not sure if I brushed my hair today. So <laughs> yeah, those things get missed. I don't think I did. Hence why I've got a hat on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, was there something you wanted to touch on that we didn't talk about in regards to the women led Wednesday that um, you want folks to know? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, this holiday relies on the collective community um, amplifying the message. So anyone out there who's excited to spread the word, um, follow at Women Led Wednesday on Instagram, share some of our posts, just spread the word to your communities. Um, it's a very grassroots initiative. So all the growth that we've had in the last five years has been the result of um, completely organic growth. Um, so yeah, we'd love your help spreading the word. If you're not, not in a place to shop, no problem. Comment, share, like, um, you know, tell your friend, tell your mom, tell your brother, like we'd love men to get involved and folks of all, um, all types to get involved and help spread the word. I mean, the ultimate goal is to, to create a more gender balanced economy. And frankly, that's better for it's a better landscape for everyone. So, um, 100%. yeah. We just 100%. are really excited to have more, more folks involved at, in any way that they are able to participate. I love that. And I'm going to leave all the information that Cassie just said in the link below for the podcast and YouTube and the, all the socials as well. So you guys can find it in multiple different mediums. Um, one last thing I have for you is I know you said events next year. There's a ton of events you guys might be at <laughs> next year. Is there a particular one that you're looking forward to the most that you will be there? Me personally. Oh, gosh. I don't know which events I'll personally be at. Um, actually, I do have one that I'm really excited about. We are doing yeah. a pop-up on Pearl Ooh. Street in Boulder, um, Q3 of next year. So starting June, July, and August. Um, so we'll have a retail, all-wild rye retail presence in the heart of Boulder, Colorado. So really excited about that. That leaves a lot more question marks about where I'll be, but I am hoping to get to go to Sturdy Dirty and ride the 40 plus category. <laughs> so, yes. Have you, are you going to do it? I, if my okay. schedule allows, that is a hope of mine. Um, if you go, I'll go. We'll be participating. <laughs> no, 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 no. We have to race the over 40 category, Cassie. We have yeah, to do well, it. I mean, I'm just saying like racing and me is a bad idea. I get more competitive than my skill level, like my competitive nature and skill level don't align. So um, I tend to injure myself when I, when I think about it from a competitive standpoint. So yeah, I would love to ride it and be a part of it. And, uh, okay. you know, and if it looks like racing, great, but <laughs> like to end what it in one piece. What if we do it for fun? Because the Sturdy Dirty is mm -hmm. on my bucket list. Like, I've always wanted to do it. I wasn't able to make it this year. Maybe we should do a little something. We should get some women together in the over 40 category and just, I really like, love that. That'd be so do fun. it. Okay. And I'm it's our 10th anniversary, list. I just learned. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. All right. 
putting that on the list. Sturdy, dirty, and doer of next year. Cassie's excited for that one, everyone. Uh, pop up <laughs> in Q3. Yeah. <laughs> pop up in Q3 at Boulder. Um, you guys are going to have more of a presence in Boulder, Colorado. Um, one more event. Any other event you're super looking forward to? I mean, all, all of them. Can I list? All? We'll be at Seattle. We'll be at Rome. We'll be at Crankworks. We'll be at uh, Women of Oz, Sunset Summit. Um, we'll be at some local events. We'll be supporting KJ's Thunderstruck out east. Um yeah. Maybe the Sedona Mountain Bike Festival. And maybe the Sedona Mountain Bike Festival. I know. I want to hear more about the women's activations there because it's a it's yeah. a fall for team, but it uh it looks rad. And any chance to go back yeah. to Sedona, especially with Rome consolidating just to Fruta. So yeah. I know. Um, are is there a calendar where folks can keep up with where you guys are gonna be at, or should we just follow the socials? Is the socials um, better do... or is the website? We do have an events calendar about where we're going to be. I don't know that it's updated for 2024. It's probably okay. just updated through. No problem. Yeah, it's just updated through the end of this year. So we've got cool. some November and December that are more local to Idaho folks. Um, we have a holiday awesome. sip and shop at our headquarters every year. So if you happen to be passing through, Ketchum, Idaho on December 7th. Um, we'll be there. There you go. All right. You guys need to check out the website. Also subscribe to their newsletter because I know they sent out a ton of really good info for everyone as well. It's a good way to stay in touch. Um, Cassie, I know your time is precious. Thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with me today. I've loved having you on. I'm a big fan of yours, of all the things that you do. Um, hopefully we can meet each other again next year. It should be yeah. fun. This is so fun. Thank you so much for having me and um, happy holidays, everyone. And happy almost yes. women led Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Keep crushing it, Mia. I appreciate it. Yeah, you too. Uh, have a great rest of your day.